Hello, a blessed and refreshing day to you, my dearly beloved. I welcome you to Arise Devotional for today, Wednesday, the 11th day of August 2021, on the platform of the Builders Forum. My name is Abraham Olufemi Ojeme. Today is the third day on our devotional series for this week with the topic, Living the Passion of Christ, Understanding the Cross. Yesterday, we looked at the two kinds of cross, the old rugged cross and the new. We made very clear distinction between the old and the new. This is to help you because all manner of crosses are being branded now and philosophically. They tell you it is simply to make the gospel acceptable to unbelievers. They even have scriptures to quote for you for doing so. They quote the likes of the scriptures in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 22, and I read, To the weak became I as weak, that I might gain the weak. I am made all things to all men, that I might by all means save some. End of quote. They argue that the important thing is to get them into the church no matter how. They refuse to look at the previous verse of that scripture, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 21. And please permit me to read the Good News Bible translation. I read, In the same way, when walking with Gentiles, I live like a Gentile outside the Jewish law in order to win the Gentiles. This does not mean that I don't obey God's law. I, or I really, am really under Christ's law. End of quote. And please don't forget that the person speaking here had already been crucified with Christ. He was a born slave to that old cross. Listen to Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 2. I read, For I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. End of quote. By all means, it's not for people who have not had encounter with that old rugged cross of Golgotha, where Jesus paid the untold sacrifice of four sacrifices. So please, let's get the first thing first. Until your own soul is sold out to the cause of the cross, you cannot get another soul to that same cross. Look at the conclusion and motivation of his by all means in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 26 to 27. I read, I therefore so run, not as uncertainly, so fight I, not as one that bitter the air, but I keep under my body and bring it under subjunction, lest by any means, when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. End of quote. My friend, you have to make sure that your by all means doesn't make you a castaway. Because of the cross, you must ensure that the preaching of the gospel is by God's means and not just by all means. It takes an encounter with the cross to recognize the dividing lines between the different means these days. Apostle Paul actually, before encounter with the cross, was doing it by all means until the mercy of God located him on that road to Damascus. Listen to his story in Acts chapter 9, verse 1 to 5. 
I read. And Saul, yet breathing out threatenings and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord, went unto the high priest and desired of him letters to Damascus to the synagogue that if he found any of this way, whether they were men or women, he might bring them bound unto Jerusalem. And as he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly there shined upon, there shined around about him a light from heaven. And as he fell to the earth, and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecuted. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. End of quote. When you express passion and zeal in the kingdom, it must be strictly on the basis of this same old rugged cross. Without the good understanding of the cross, Every passion is referred to as zeal without knowledge, according to Romans chapter 10, verse 1 and 2. I read, Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. For I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. End of quote. When you run after souls without a good understanding of the cross, it is called zeal without knowledge, and except for the mercies of God, it can be very frustrating. Now, let's zero down to another very important characteristic of the cross, and that is power. Just as the cross is brutal in killing the old man, so also it is powerful in resurrecting the new man. We need the understanding of this power that brought Jesus out of the grave. That is what is recorded in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 18 to 21. It is called the power of his resurrection. It is the ultimate power in heaven and on earth. Check the entirety of the book of the Acts of the Apostles. You will see the power of the cross at work. As they were preaching Jesus, not philosophy, the power of the cross was made manifest. Listen to the scripture in Acts chapter 8, verse 5 to 8, about Philip. I read, Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Jesus Christ unto them. And the people with one accord gave heed unto those things which Philip spake, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. For unclean spirits, crying with loud voice, came out of many that were possessed with them, and many taken with pulses, and that were lame were healed. And there was great joy in that city." End of quote. Philip wasn't an apostle, nor even a pastor. He was just a newly ordained deacon, and all he did was to preach Jesus. No laying on of hands, no special ministrations. The Bible says, the people with one accord gave heed to the preaching of Deacon Philip, hearing and seeing the miracles. Whoa! No titles, but the power was working. Hallelujah! Apostle Peter preached just one message of the cross, 
and listen to what happened in Acts chapter 2 verse 37, I read. Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? End of quote. You see, the message of the cross will never leave you neutral. It will bring you to a point of conviction. There were no flyers, no billboard, no special ministration by comedians or musicians. See the effect in Acts chapter 2 verse 41. And please permit me to read the Passion Translation again. I read, Those who believed the word that day numbered 3,000. They were all baptized and added to the church. End of quote. What? One single day, 3,000 believed and were added to the church? Why are they no longer believing now? And we have to do all manner of garnishing on our preaching to bring them. My friend, trust me, any preaching without a cross will remain powerless. And believe me, this kingdom is a kingdom of power. Yes, because it evolved from the cross, it can only be sustained by the cross, not religious gimmicks. Listen to this gospel veteran called Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 4. And please permit me again to read the Passion Translation. I read, The message I preach and how I preach it was not an attempt to sway you with persuasive argument, but to prove to you the almighty power of God's Holy Spirit. End of quote. If every time you need to keep defending and explaining your preaching, I'm afraid perhaps you are preaching another gospel. The gospel of the cross is self-explanatory and self-defending. That gospel is as powerful as its cross. It doesn't compromise. It has no tolerance for anything that is antichrist. Look at what happened to Ananias and Sapphira in the scriptures. They only told lies concerning their own property. They claimed they sold for kingdom advancement. They were struck dead instantly. The details of that episode is in Acts chapter 5, verse 1 to 11. How come people get away with all kind of nonsense in the church these days? Crossless preaching, convenient preachings, placating preachings, comfort zone preachings. All the powers of the kingdom evolve from the cross. Powers to heal all manner of sicknesses and diseases. Power to get wealth. Power against the devil. Power to tread upon serpents and scorpions. Name it. The cross of Calvary has it. Golgotha is the final bus stop for the believer. You need not go any further. It is a one-stop shop as far as the kingdom is concerned. That is why when a person gets born again, it is initiation into power according to John chapter 1 verse 12. And I read, But as many as received him, to them gave him power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. End of quote. That is the first encounter with the power of his resurrection. 
I came from a very fetish background by tradition and culture. I have never gone to for any deliverance in my life as a believer. That power of the cross set me free eternally from the powers of darkness. The power of that old rugged cross via its word is more than enough for whatever you desire in this kingdom. Tomorrow again, we shall proceed further in our understanding of the cross. Meanwhile, be reminded that Happy Home, our relationship program, goes live later today at 5 p.m. West African time. See you there. Please let me pray for you. The powers of this world will no longer take you for granted. Be empowered today to fight the battles of your life and push the enemies to the gates. You have been at the receiving end of life long enough. Now, begin to take your place of authority. This life is a battleground where only winners take it all. So because of the finished work on Calvary, begin to win the battles of your life now. Yes, Jesus died as a lamb for you, but he rose again as the conquering lion. You therefore can no longer remain as a victim. The cross changed the entire trajectory of the world. It is therefore powerful enough to change your own story. By the same spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead, be revived today into a new level of life. Because of the power of this, this same old rugged cross, you will no longer remain vulnerable and gullible in life. Arise now and begin to take your proper place in life. This is your time. It is your season. Congratulations. Amen and amen. Peace.